Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast. Michael Zarafa is coming up shortly ahead of his big fight, March 31. I'll tell you what, Loz, I've noticed in now, what, week and a half back together. Mm. You're really into the, like, sort of the mob mentality this year, aren't you? So you Me? love a bit of a pile-on. Yeah, I'm a pile-on yeah. man, yeah. yeah. If you're sensing weakness, you, you <laughs> oh, want to get answers. So just attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love... <laughs> Mob mentality in a, in a group of blokes. As in, we're know, the best at it, aren't we? Mates, oh, you know, a group yeah. of mates. Once you find a weakness somewhere, you're just all in. Go in hard. Just go in hard. And you yeah. don't relent. I love it. And it, when it happens to you, I don't love it. But you've got to accept it and you cop it. But it's just such a good thing to do as an Aussie, I reckon. Just open the door a little bit and go straight through it. You understand that, pup? I. Yeah, I understand, yeah. but sometimes there's like we could be yeah, talking around no, some sensitive no. topics. But no, we when, don't, when you sense in, weakness, in just, here, just get in, in there and have here a crack. we don't allow for sensitivity. No. It's no. same, same. <laughs> whether it means everything yeah. to you, whether you're in tears, flawed, you're gonna, or you're going to have a thick skin. Yes, in here you do. In that here. is for sure. But I love it. You, oh. don't, don't try and put the blame on me. Oh, Mido was. Well, what about outside your scene? He asked us. He was the first one in. Yeah. As soon as it, a topic was brought up, and he goes, oh, what do you mean? Tell me yeah. more. Take me deeper. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. If you're still walking, you can still cop it. That's mm. the way it works in here. So you've got to be on the floor, curled up in a little bore in tears. We might step over you. <laughs> <laughs> we might. It is a good afternoon at the pub, though, isn't it? If, if you're the butt of the joke, and they just attack. Oh, yeah, For 10 awesome. minutes, yeah, you've just awesome. got the spotlight on you. Oh, I love it. And yeah. you go... Why did I come down here? Yeah. Why did I come down here to cop? Can't drink fast. But then, the but then when they move on, oh, you get a smile on your face. You just sweat on an opportunity to <laughs> smoke someone else. Again, yeah. yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. What's Love going it. on in this Premier League game? Still one-one. Fifty-second minute. The bees of Brentford at home against the might of Manchester City. And one-one. And certainly Liverpool and Arsenal at the top of the table will be. Uh, cheering for Brentford here this morning. We need City to drop points uh, in that title race. So as I mentioned, Michael Zarafa coming up, but uh, after that, we'll take calls. So give us a call, 1353 uh, Some texts here I want to get to as well. Uh, we previewed the Titans season uh, this morning and certainly a lot of optimism there with Des Hasler uh, coming on board and... Uh, a lot of, and by, by the way, what, what was the day in New Zealand you mentioned before? Today. Waitangi. Waitangi. It's also Chinese New Year, I believe. Mm. Year of the Dragon. As well. Well, it says, according to Tom from Tamworth, Year of the Bulldog. Mm. Is it Dragon or Bulldog in all seriousness? I think it's the Dragon. Okay. So Tom's just saying that because he's a Bulldogs oh, well, fan, you reckon? Hang on. Google. Okay. Google. Well, I'm sure up. someone will. Confirm that. I'm sure I read or heard somewhere it was the year of the dragon. We'll get confirmation of that, Loz. But joining us now, it's great to talk some boxing. And uh, we've got uh, a very special guest who fights Sunday, March 31, our time, up against Erislandi Lara for his WBA middleweight belt. It's, of course, on the same card that, well, his longtime rival, Tim Zhu, will be fighting Keith Thurman there in Vegas. Michael Zarafa is joining us. Michael, a very good morning. How are you? Good morning, boys. How are we? Very well, thank you. Appreciate your time. And, and here you are at 
you know, 31 years of age. You haven't fought, though, for more than 14 months, Michael. What gives you the confidence that you can climb this mountain and become a world champion? I think just being out of the ring for so long, um, just that hunger. You know, he's been there and done it, and, you know, I'm yet to do it, and this is the, this is the chance to do it. And, um, you yeah, I think I'm just going to bring that, that hunger and that motivation is, is through the roof. So, you know, come March 30, it's, it's going to be all on, and I truly believe we're going to bring that world title home. How's your preparation been, Michael? And when do you fly over to Vegas? When's prep start over there? I've already started. I started down at Team Ellis, um, and the boys down there helped me out and, <clears throat> and geared me up. And, um, you know, now I head over to Vegas in two weeks, and I'll be training alongside Nanito Denier, who's a nine-time world champion. And he actually arrives tomorrow. He's coming down here for two weeks to, to, to start the prep, and then we're going to leave over there and, and finish it all off. But... Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're exactly where we need to be in training in the, in the full swing of things. Yeah, Michael, you mentioned Denier there coming over to help you train. What is it about him specifically that you wanted him to be in your camp? Uh, he specialises in breaking down southpaws. Uh, you know, my opponent, Lara, he's a, he's a left-hander. So, uh, Nanito is one of the best in the world to ever do it. And he's, he's been there and done it. So, um, and when I was in America last year and the year before, you know, we got, a, we got along super well. And um, he was super keen to be in the corner and, um, you know, he's organised everything for me over there and, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting over there and, and, and elevating and, and, and going to the next level and, um, you know, showing the world what I really am capable of doing. Yeah, you mentioned you've been out of the ring for a long period of time. Are you a fighter that likes to be in the ring all the time? Uh, you mentioned that it, it's not going to affect you, but do you have to guard against sort of that ring rust that you, you could or may have? Uh, look, you know, obviously if I was, if it was in, in my hands, I'd love to fight every, you know, two, three months. But unfortunately, you know, at this level, there's a lot of contracts and, and you know, politics that get involved. And, uh, you know, this fight was meant to happen last year, um, well, 13 months ago, really. But you know, that is what it is. I've just got a couple on the chin and, and I've been that fighter that's been in the gym ever since, you know, two, three times a day I'm training because I knew this fight was going to happen eventually. So yeah. for me, it was just, trying to stay patient, that was the hardest, and, and, and mentally just staying switched on, which you know, I look back now and I'm like, oh, you know, it wasn't that long because I'm finally there, but 13 months was a, was a long time. So it gave me time to really work on myself and work on things that I need to, to, to learn on and grow. But I mean, I'm, I'm exactly where I need to be now, and I feel like this is it. This is the time. Everything happens for a reason, and greatness takes time. Yeah. And Michael, I was going to ask, when you're, when you're not fighting – does does training stop? Do you have complete time off, or are you? You know, you just mentioned there you're in the gym regularly, but uh, what's what's your what are you doing seven days a week? How often would you be in the gym? Uh, so I'm training two two times a day. Um, you know, and it varies wow. obviously sparring and, and pad work and bag work and road work, strength yeah. and conditioning. So it's one of the sports that you know you've got to pretty much do everything in one. But um, you know, when I'm not fighting, I'm always in the gym. I like staying fit and looking good and, and being healthy and um, you know, I'm not going 100% every day. You know, I'll, I'll roughly stay around the 70 to 80%. And then when that fight gets announced, that's when we start amping things up. But I'll never take a day off. I'm always in the gym. This is my lifestyle. It's my full-time job. So I'm always training um, and, um, and keeping fit. We're speaking with Michael Zarafa, who's fighting for the WBA middleweight belt on Sunday, March 31, our time here in Australia, of course, in Vegas. And I'm sure it's not lost on you the irony of fighting on the same card as Tim Zoo, Michael. <laughs> yeah, look, I was probably the last one to find that out, but um, it is what it is. Like I said, um, this fight, normally we're against each other, this fight we're Aussies, so... You know, I'm in, I'm in his corner for a win and uh, hopefully he's in the same for me and then we've got unfinished business. Um, hopefully I can win this world title and 
and uh, he'll put his world title and I'll put mine on the line and, and it'll be the biggest fight in, in Australia and potentially one of the world's biggest fights because, you know, there's such a rivalry there between us. And, um, you know, he thinks he's the best. I think I'm the best. So there's only one way to settle it, and that's fighting. But um, at the moment now, my focus is on Lara and his focus is on Thurman. And um, I'm sure the press conference is going to be is going to be awkward when we're standing next to each other. Yeah, it's just on um, Lara, Michael. Because, uh, you know, Clarky cricket, I'm um, rugby league background, and we do a lot of tape and, you know, video on, on opponents. How, how much do you do a week on an opponent that you're about to fight, like on, on video? I actually don't watch my opponent. Um, oh. I feel like some fighters that do that, you know, can get caught undone because, you know, they're watching somebody else fight that opponent. And, you know, obviously every style is different. And if you type in, you know, say Mike Tyson, for example, you're going to see a very bad man knocking everybody out. And, you know, you're not going to see the crap highlights. You're going to see the best of the best. So mm. for me, I don't really get caught up on what they do and, and who they fight. I just, I have a game plan on, on, you know, the movement they do and I leave that to my team. And, um, you know, then I go out there and I just try to break down the fight round by round and, and just do what I've got to do. You know, I have a game plan in my head and I just try to stick to that. And, um, you know, each round I just try to up the up the pace and, and that pressure. And I believe when you arrive in Vegas, you'll be training quite close to Lara's camp. Yeah, they. I actually had no idea. They actually told me I'm about a three-minute drive, which is, That'll be fun. I might pop in after training and just see how he's going. <laughs> Maybe get a coffee with him. But, um, look, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. He could be training in the same gym. It doesn't matter. I've got a job to do March 30, and um, you know, I've got to knock his head straight off his shoulders. Do you get over there and get a chance to watch the rugby league if you're there in time? Well, I'd love to get over there and just experience, um, yeah, like I said, just different sports, just how they do it. Um, I haven't really been to much events. So, you know, even like the basketball, the hockey, the NFL, I think the NFL's over now, but... Um, you know, just getting to to another sport just to see how they do it over there would be amazing. You obviously mentioned Tim Zoo was one name, but where maybe give us one or two others. Where does Michael in twelve months' time? Who is Michael Zarafa fighting? Well, I've already said. You know, the promoters have already mentioned that if I do win, um, you know, they want me to fight Yanabik, who holds two of the four belts, and then I'll, obviously I'll hold one of them as well if if all goes well. And then there's a mandatory to me, number two, which is Elijah Garcia, who's a tough southpaw and he's a young kid and he's hungry. And I was in America last year and I, I ran into his management and they said, we'll see you soon. So I'll be a very um, chaste man after this fight. But um, look, whoever's in front of me, it doesn't really matter as long as it makes sense. And you know, it's an elevating fight for myself and my career and my team. And that's all that really matters. But I know definitely after this fight, there's going to be a few people chasing me. Well, we really appreciate your time, Michael. Obviously, a huge month, two months ahead for you, and uh, I hope it all goes well. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. Michael Zarafa there up against Eris Lundy Lara. Uh, and just going through some of Lara's fights, I mean, boxing aficionados, ooh, this will be no news to them, but you know, 10 years ago, he fought Alvarez, mm. the great Canelo, yep. and only lost via split decision. Uh, that was in July 2014. Since then, he's fought the likes of Terrell Gachet, uh, who he beat via unanimous decision. Brian Castano, that was a draw. That was back in 2019. He's 40 now, isn't he? He is... Nine years difference, I reckon, in age. I got that right? That. I think he might be right. I'm I reckon he's 40. And what's, what's, what are we, what's Michael's 31? Yeah, he'd be 31. 31. Yeah, he's 31. So hopefully that... Plays so, a part as well. So Lara's 29 3. Same fight for him, though. Massive fight. Massive and, fight. And, and yeah. it, and it on a big stage. Stage, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, over in Vegas. And interesting then, Michael just saying he was the last to find out that it was on yeah, Tim's no, card keep it as well. Quiet. <laughs> just keep it quiet. Uh, he's, I'd, I, well, he's 40, yeah, Lara. Michael, yeah. 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 So, you're right. Good age difference. But if, if he can win this, even the talk around him and Tim's, I, I don't know if Tim will fight him now, to be honest. I think if I think if Tim, Tim if goes. Tim keeps winning, winning, I don't think he'll yeah. end up fighting Michael. But if they, yeah, if he doesn't, if they both lost, they'd probably have to go back to the well and fight yeah, each maybe. other. Yep, maybe. Let's hope they both win. Mm, exactly. Uh, by the way, it's definitely the the year of the dragon. Year of the dragon. Year of the dragon. The Chinese. Year, so. what, what, what does do you know what that? What does that actually? What <laughs> does that you, mean did, for us, Loz? Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, he said he's on fire this morning. <laughs> Can you explain to me what year of the dragon means? Have you got? Do you know much about it? Uh, well, we haven't got enough time after the break. You were hoping, <laughs> you, you hoping it was eight twenty nine, weren't you? You got eight minutes. Talk away. Yeah, Go, no, tell no, us we, about we the year of the dragon. Break. Yeah, we better take the eight good years. Well, a dollar eighty-seven in live betting certainly looks like good value now. When they were down one nil, Manchester City against Brentford, because they're up two-one uh, now in the sixty-fourth minute, and Foden scored again, assisted by De Bruyne. Uh, so two-one City after leaking that goal after twenty-one minutes against Brentford this morning. Lozzie, you were on them too. And look at the oh, it's nearly a third. Yeah, uh, very good side, Minna. You're the dragon. Have you? Uh, oh, look, I thought Pop anything? was geeing up. No, he I'm really interested. wants to know. Yeah, I'm keen. Well, tell me about it. It's look, the dragons. It's it's a long held, a power position in the Chinese zodiac. Okay. Um, and it what it is power it's about position. Sh- yeah, showering success upon those born in this in that year, obviously. But with 24 being the year of the dragon, the legend that the mythical creature's good fortune will be sprung upon us. Right. All right, so it'll be sprinkled <laughs> over us. So. Thanks, Google. Appreciate <laughs> it. Well, it's just going to sprinkle just, on us. Just yeah. sprinkle on us. It's just okay. going to sprinkle over just, It's just going to be a good year by the sounds of it. So it's just good fortune, wisdom, success, all those words you want to throw in. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like um, it. But that's where wisdom. we're headed. Okay. Oh, that mythical. sounds great. Mm. I like it. So if you're a dragon supporter... It might be, be your year. year. <laughs> you confident? No. I think everyone's confident at this time of the year. Are they? Mm, are oh, Dragons fans confident? Comp- well, if you're a footy supporter of your team. Not to win the GF. No, but just have a better year than what oh, they did yeah, of course. last year. Surely think every, everyone thinks they can make the top surely eight. Surely the Dragons win more than five games. We're about to find out. Uh, well, Tom from Tamworth, who tried to tell us it was a year of the Bulldog. And uh, as I go on to read the rest of his message, I understand why. Because he asked Laws, what do you think of Bronson Cherry? And what do you expect and think of him? Uh, Tom from Tamworth asks. Well, I think he'll get better as the season goes on. I think he'll be a part of their 17. Um, Three or four years ago when he was playing at the Sharks, he was one of the most talented and exciting young players coming through the system. Four years out, he'll be a little bit rusty. But I reckon he'll be in their starting side by the end of the year. He'll be in the starting side by the end of the year. He's powerful. He's got great speed. Um, and he's someone that will be hungry to prove to people that he can still play. So I think it's a good pickup. I think the thing with the Bulldogs when you look at them is where do all the pieces in the jigsaw fit? Mm. You know, they've bought a lot of utility players or players that possibly had, you know, had their positions, but then the last two or three years have been 
utilities. You know, they've been here and there. The Simmons, the Tafts, the Kurt Manns. Yeah, you know, that, uh, you know Connor Tracy. Mm. Um, and, and what do they do with Stephen Crichton? I think that's once Stephen Crichton works, well, they work out what his position is, and I'm sure they've already done that, then things will start to fall into place a little bit. But I'm, I'm thinking you've got to try and get them all in the squad. And you can't carry a lot of those guys as utilities on the bench because they all sort of do a similar thing. So you've either got to put them in your 13 and carry one on the bench because I don't think you can carry two of those utilities. Yeah, just on Crichton, like, you know, you've raved about his, well, obviously not just his attack, but his ability to make the right read in defence in the centre. Yeah. So so what do you think they will do? Do you think... I think they'll give him opportunity at fullback. To, to start, start off with, with. yeah. yeah. Just see how that and, and see how that out. dynamic works first up. You've got to give him like ten weeks, though, wouldn't you say? Oh, I, th- I think you've got to give him a fair chance yeah. to succeed at fullback because they—that's what they bought him for, and I'm assuming that's why he wanted to go, is to play fullback. Um, but I also like Blake Taft. I think he's a first grader. I think he is a guy that is a starting number one. Um, but if you don't play him as one, how do you get him into the team? Is it that bench utility role? Um, but I think Stephen Crichton, he'll start at one. They'll give him every chance to succeed. Matt Burton will play six. Um, Sherry in the centres. They could have Brunton Sherry and Connor Tracy as their centres. Um, and that's not a bad centre pairing. If Sherry hits the ground running, Connor Tracy, he's a starting player every day of the week. So I think the Bulldogs will have a better year, but I, I, I just see them missing out on the eight because I don't think they've got enough forwards. I, I think their forwards will be their weakness this year. Just their depth and, you know, after a few weeks, they, if they get a couple of injuries, I think it, they, they just haven't got that rotation that some of the good sides have. Phil Foden scored a hat-trick for Manchester City. They're 3-1 up after conceding the first goal against Brentford in the Premier League this morning and in West London, 77 minutes gone. And yes, 3-1 City over Brentford. Uh, Just uh, some golf scores. So the final round of the Pebble Pebble Beach Pro-Am eventually had to be cancelled due to the weather in the Monterey Peninsula there in California. So it means the US Open champion Wyndham Clark won the event after his third round of a 12 under 60 saw him one shot clear after 54 holes and Jason Day uh, tied for sixth. He was four shots back. He shot nine under in his third round. Uh, by the way, the live tournament, uh, the season opener in Mayakoba and it got to a playoff which was won by Joaquin Neiman. Won the Australian Open, didn't he, when he came out here, Joaquin Neiman, and uh, he beat Sergio Garcia in that playoff. Both finished 12 under par for the tournament. John Rahm was next. Of course, new to live golf. The Masters champion at 10 under par. Uh, and where is Cam Smith? He finished 7 under for the tournament. So in a tie for 8th and 5 shots off the pace. Gee, the Masters is not too far away as well, is it? Uh now, oh, by the way, our man as well, Marco Rodan, fellas, he's going to be issued with a show cause notice and we'll have to explain why he shouldn't be sanctioned for those post-match comments uh, after the Wanderers were beaten 4-3 by MacArthur the other night. Yeah, it's going to be pretty difficult to get off that, I would have thought. 
Love Marco. Love his passion. Um, but yeah, I, I think he. <laughs> I, I, I don't see how he, he 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 would be issued with a breach notice, and then obviously he'll have his chance to fight it or put his hand up or whatever. But um, pretty strong words, and he felt quite passionate about it too. So there's obviously some history there between him and the ref and the perception of the club. I don't follow A-League enough to know a lot of the history, uh, but I'm sure some of our, our listeners might. More uh, football news. So the 2026 World Cup final venue has been confirmed. It's going to be MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, which is home of the Giants and the Jets in the NFL. Uh, of course, the World Cup goes to 48 teams for that tournament, which is in North America in 2026. And just back home as well, uh, despite recent off-pitch turmoil, the Australian Professional Leagues and its uh, Commissioner of the A-Leagues, Nick Garcia, he says expansion is going to go ahead next season. We've obviously got the new Auckland franchise and also the new Canberra Club. Now, in regards to the, the new Canberra Club, it's going to be finalised within weeks uh, he says, and also in the wake of making nearly half of its staff redundant there at the APL, uh, Garcia says they're a football business, not a media business. So uh, a lot of people that were involved in the digital arm of the business keep up uh, were let go uh, just in the last few weeks. So that's just some local news there in regards to football. Uh, also, just this uh, terrible situation with the inquest into the death of Keith Titmus. Uh, yesterday I heard that he likely died of heat stroke, suffered at a training session on November 23, 2020. His temperature was 41.9 degrees. Now, an adult's normally at 37-degree so, mark. Yeah. Uh, so, and let's stress here that no one's been accused of anything criminal, of course. This is just an inquest to... Uh, you know, provide some answers, uh, particularly for his family, of course. So naturally, Loss, I think there'll be some formal training, and there may well already be, or maybe it's done club by club, but formal training heat rules probably implemented after this inquest. Oh, no doubt about it, Mido. Um, I think we've just got to wait and see what comes out of this inquest, um, but hopefully we never get to see it again. Um, it shocked the rugby league community, and... I'm sure Manly were very affected by it. And the family of Keith is looking for answers and they want to know why their son died. So it's a tragic Just situation, awful story. Uh, awful story. And hopefully um, whatever comes out of this inquiry, it's certainly not going to bring solace, I suppose, to, to Keith's family, but they get a better understanding of what actually occurred and, and hopefully they put procedures in place to stop this from ever happening again. In rugby, perhaps some positive news with, well, it's big news for young Max Jordanson, 19 years of age. Uh, he'll be looking at it going, well, Joseph Swali is coming to rugby next year. There's talk of him playing fullback. He's a fullback. Uh, he's coming off, not quite making his Wallabies debut, even uh, he was in that World Cup squad, suffered a fractured leg mm. at, at training. And uh, he's he had a couple quoted, of injuries last year. He, yeah, he tore his ACL. Well, he um, had a lot of responsibility very quickly there at the yeah. Waratahs because they weren't going very well, and he was one of their big attacking threats. Yeah. But if you're a rugby union fan, you'd love his quotes in the paper today about yeah. how, um, you know, 
British and Irish lines coming out in 2025 and that only ever happens once every 12 years, once in a lifetime opportunity for someone. And then the, the World Cup mm. in 2027 here in Australia in your own backyard, uh, something that he wants to try and play at. So I, I think young Max will, will stick with with Union. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what position they play him and he wants to play fullback and that's where he gets more involved and that is his best position. So um, I think that's where he'll play for the Waratahs, but whether he plays for the Wallabies in that position or not, I'm unsure. Just reading his quote says, no doubt he backs himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very confident. And I think all young players uh, need to back themselves. You've got to have that confidence. If you haven't got confidence in your own belief, then you're going to struggle at that level. So it doesn't mean you're arrogant. It just means you need to be confident that you can play any position and handle anything that's thrown at you. And the challenge is always with a young man coming into grade is playing against men, guys that are fully developed. Mm. And if you can handle that, uh, you're well on your path. And he showed last year, every time he played, he was a standout for the Waratahs. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to see him play in the World Cup because he injured his leg. But there's no doubt that he's a wonderful player and he'll be someone that'll be a part of that Wallaby set up for the next 10 years. On the text line, Wolf of Mackay writes, Morning, lads. Talk of Tommy Turbo in beast mode against the Dragons in a recent scrimmage. Have you heard similar? Surely if Tommy is back and the addition of Brooks has Manly knocking on the eight. Well, I think you said from pretty much the end of last season with Brooks coming over to Manly and, you know, we assume a fit Tommy that I think when you do draw up your eight laws, they'll probably be in there. I'm doing my eight based on, I'll do it based on Tommy. A, a, a fit team, you know, mm. not receiving too many injuries. I have, I'll have Manly in my, I'll find a position from my eight. I, I just can't see how they won't make it if they're all healthy. Cherry Evans, Tom, um, Cooler in the centres. Uh, then you've got Luke Brooks, I think will be superb. Um, I, I like the look of their, their forward pack. And if they can, I know this is a big if, but if you can get a, a fit Josh Huster settled in as a left back rower to play that way Graham style role, and if he can handle the work rate, just throws something different at the defence. And there's more attacking opportunities will open up for other players. Because they're going to have to look after Schuster. They're going to have to look after Brooks. They're going to have to look after Cherry Evans. They're going to have to look after Tom. So you can look after a couple of them, but you're not going to stop all four. So if they can all work well together, they've got some serious firepower in their team. It's just with Tommy, like... So he played 23 games, 23 games, 22 games, 2016, 17 and 18. Since then, 12 games in 2019, 7 in 2020, 18 in 2021. I think that was his Dally M year too, wasn't it? 2021 mm. when he just took the league by storm. Yeah. I think we've got to be careful too. Seven games, year. 11 games. Like I, I think we all were excited with Tom, but I think that was the start of the changes to the new rules. And I don't know whether everyone had adapted quickly to that because 
it was the start of the old six mm. again. And when big, just, strong athletes got on a roll and the opposition became fatigued, they were unstoppable. Mm. So those first 12 months or two years, I don't know whether a lot of teams have adapted, but mm. now they have adapted to the changes. So I don't know whether we'll see years like that mm. again because they were just too good. Even Latrell that year was oh. sensational. And in Origin in particular. Oh. Like, you, you know, you're under fatigue in Origin anyway. But when those new rules mm. came into play, right, it was just so hard to contain those guys. If you were ill-disciplined and giving away six to goes, you were just on the back foot trying to stop those guys. Completely unrelated to anything we've just been talking about. We we're talking about out there just before. Clay. Have you seen the Robbie Williams Netflix documentary? Yes. Oh, well, uh, yes, I have as yeah. well. Yes. It, it, I love. You know how it's shot with him just sitting on the bed like in his undies and yep. like a t-shirt on. Yep. We were saying in about you know twenty years time when your Netflix documentary mm. comes out. I think that's probably how you should shoot it. Mm. Just with jocks. Just <laughs> big gut hanging out. Laying on my bed. I think at times, does he have like an ashtray on the bed as well? It's just yeah, sitting on his bed. Yeah. yeah, that's probably not my go. <laughs> probably at least put my bond singlet on with my undies. <laughs> if you were doing a, like a doco style, yeah. what would be your style? Oh, I don't really know. Why like, would, would it be on the bed? Would it just be like a Beckham style, like out oh, with the bees? I wouldn't be out yeah. with the bees, no. Yeah. Like uh, cooking. Like, no. What is something about Michael Clark that we may not know? Nothing. Well, maybe by no, then maybe. you could do it Beckham style, how he and Victoria having a nice little dance yeah. at the end of it. Oh, can we get a move on? Move forward. This is yeah. ridiculous. No, 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 no. Stick here for a second. A couple what of staffies, is, me and a couple yeah. of staffies going for yeah. a walk. Me what, and my what, dogs. What is something that people may not know about you? I don't, like I'm style not, of music, like for instance. What, what, what's your what's your choice? People would be surprised. I do like my country and western music. Oh, yeah. Jade what? Hurley was uh, Jade, Jade Hurley's one of my favourite, yeah. and and our man, yeah. oh, oh, Charlie. Charlie was my my yeah. number one. Yeah, no. Jade Hurley. Jade Hurley, very good. Yeah, one was, of my old man's specials. Was very good. Well, Charlie was in Charlie was in the car every holiday. Yeah. Charlie Pride. I'd on the way to cricket. I'd tell Dad put right. it on. Well, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't know that you were like country. country yeah, yeah. Yep. Got an answer, lost. Yep. Well done. Well, there you go, mate. It's not too much, though, unfortunately. Mm. I wish there was a lot more that you didn't know about me, but unfortunately you do. And I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying people mm. in general. I'd like to... Yeah. There's still a bit they don't I'd, know. Yeah, I'd still like to know a bit more. No, you just don't need to know any more. I'm just inquisitive. you very. You don't mind asking? No, I'll ask. I'm pretty honest with you. Yeah. I ask. I love asking. You do love asking. I, I think everyone wants to <laughs> they, they ask don't. you the questions that I ask. I'm not sure they do. Oh, pretty sure they <laughs> yeah, do. I'm, I'm pretty what sure do you they reckon? Do. I'm very sure. <laughs> oh, my God. It's text laws. We mm. didn't know Clarky loved Bunnings so much. <laughs> I actually, I do like Bunnings, but I, I was not, that was not oh, in Buzz's column. <laughs> I wasn't at Bunnings. What are you doing in Bunnings? Who? Was what, that me? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, what you, what would Bunnings? you honestly be doing there? Because you're like me. We couldn't. Hey, we couldn't. No, I can't. We couldn't hang a no. That's exactly hang a right. painting. You still buy well, stuff I, there. Well, you I'll tell you this. Need. My wife on a Sunday goes, "We'll go to Bunnings because I need to get such and such." So I just go and for the moral around. support. Yeah. Still, you know that if you need anything, you can <laughs> so get it. She from likes Bunnings. to go to Bunnings. <laughs> but I, no, when I'm there, walk down the aisles, you'll find that's something. That's what I mean. You need. When I'm there, this is so funny. So it doesn't interest me going to Bunnings, but then when she says. 
we're going to go, we're going to go and get something. I'll, I'll go. But when you're there, you go, I should come back here more often. I'd like that. I'd like that. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. You don't go into Bunnings and come out with nothing. No. You, you, every time you no. go, you There's buy something. There's something that you, you need. Yes. You, you, you need or you could grab. Yeah. And then what are you looking at me like? Oh, I just... I'm telling you, if you I, went I, to mate, Bunnings, I, I'm not there once a week. Like I'm, not, I'm sitting here talking like yeah. I'm at. I, I, but I, I do some it. people are addicted to it. Yeah, there I'm, you go. No, I'm not going unless I need something. But once you go there, I reckon it's impossible to walk out without buying something because there's always something you need. Mm. But yeah, that wasn't me at Bunnings the other day. No, in Buzz's column, yeah. the former Australian cricket captain. Oh, we're talking about it. I wonder who it was. He didn't tell us. Well, I don't like that. The either. shush column. Yeah, but I don't like that. You just put that out there, but don't write their name. He must know who it was. I'm sure he does. So you why does he not put? Time. Why does he not put their name? Well, because if it was me, I'd be happy for him to write my name there. Just make sure, <laughs> make sure you're writing facts. Make sure it did happen. <laughs> Gee, the things we can't read out. The general public don't know about Clark's. Uh, I can't read that. Anyway. <laughs> no, that's the only uh, thing I'm certain on, mate. Steve. My sexuality, I'm certain no, on that, boss. <laughs> Steve Hewlett, a very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. You? Good. Yeah, we read the story in recent weeks that Bluey's at Bunnings too. You can buy a Bluey merchandise. Oh, there you go. I only found out a week ago that Bluey was a girl. That's how well I'm travelling. Isn't it? Uh, it's yeah. a popular sh- oh, show, isn't it? Yeah, oh, huge. Cricket. They've done yeah. a cricket. Um, Bluey's done like a cricket segment or something. It's yeah. massive. But yeah, I only found out. Yeah, I thought Bluey was a guy. But anyway, no, I, well, I didn't know until I've started hearing about Bluey probably in the last couple of months. There you go. But anyway, all the blue merchandise of Bunnings. Look, um, Graham Beck's going to join me. He's got a lot of horses to talk about, but one in particular I want to focus on is Magic Time. He, I reckon this tab had a market on the Stratty. Uh, that horse would have to be favourite, that mare, right now, given it was a huge win in the uh, Rupert Clark last time we saw her. So Graham Beck's going to join me about Magic Time and a heap of other horses. Rod Douglas, is Giga Kick being retired or not? Um, he's going to clarify that news with me this morning on Racing HQ. Uh, Marcus Wilson, he's got two really nice horses. One we saw on the weekend, Captain Finkel, he'll join me. And also King Kelso, we get to see Legato running a big race yes. in New Zealand on the weekend. 2,000 metres for the first time. Um, she'll be a short price favourite in a race called the Herbie Dykes New Zealand. So King Kelso will join us. And he's got a very promising horse running tomorrow. A two-year-old, hasn't raced yet. King Kelso. So lots of news in the first hour this morning, guys. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thanks, Looking guys. forward to seeing Legato. Yes. Thank you, Steve. Uh, and that's coming up just after the news. Uh, now, it's a big couple of months coming up at Club Menangle. We're headed there next Saturday evening for a night at the races with the Big Sports Breakfast. Plenty of special guests, including footy and harness racing loyalty with tips, laughs, and, of course, great food and racing throughout. Tickets are from $99. And just head to clubmanangle.com.au, clubmanangle.com.au, and the link is there on the homepage. We look forward to seeing you there next Saturday night, February 17. Now, Dave Stanley coming up, Racing HQ. I'm told. He's stuck in traffic. <laughs> oh, they reckon it's bad. They were, oh, okay. Yeah, they reckon it's bad. I was talking to Mario, wherever Mario is. He was blowing up Deluxe because he got here late as well. Oh, getting here. On so the there was an the accident. Oh, apparently on Warringa Road. Oh, okay. okay and no traffic is backed up. Yeah, it's it's raining as well. Mm. It's wet. So it's you, like everyone's yeah. scared to use the accelerator in the rain. Oh, you, you're still allowed to I do know. the speed limit. Well, you know what that means if Dave's running late and someone's got to host his show. Admito, 
you have been the anointed one. Oh, by you? <laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> like, yeah. well, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Cut me loose. Do it. Don't tell me I can't do it. Cut me <laughs> loose. <laughs> Race, racing yes. expert I am. Can Cut we me let loose. Him, let him just loose. Go. Just, just let, go. Mate, let me off the leash and hold on. We'll just do the scratchings as long as you possibly <laughs> yep. can. So coming up on Racing HQ today, after the scratchings, Adrian Bott will join the show. Shane O'Cass, Paul Murray, Mitch Beer. David McCall, Noel Mayfield-Smith and Lyle Chandler. And there'll be a full preview of today's New South Wales meetings. Gary Harley with Newcastle. Gary Cleesey will have a look at Grafton as well. So that's coming up on Racing HQ today. Uh, Lance at Point Frederick uh, writes, Hey, Laurie, are you one of those people that take their dog to Bunnings? No. What do you mean? No, I don't take my dog to Bunnings. We lost our dog. I told you that. Can you not take your dog to Bunnings? Sorry. That's Is that Princess? (laughs) Oh, oh, the family were very, yeah. very upset. Just oh, close mate, to 18 years. No, Loz, listen, years. don't feel sorry. Loz didn't care about Princess no, for 15 until years. The last, yeah. the last the two last year. years, all of a sudden, yeah. he become super attached. I'll tell you what, Never though, nice, though, losing a dog. I'll tell you what, though. It, Never it, nice. I, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but you just miss the having 100% in their little spot. 100%. Yeah. Mate, it's an amazing so, feeling, so isn't it? True. Like you just go, wow, where's where's Prinny? Or you feel like you're going to, because she used to walk up behind you at times. Mate, and So true. You just feel like you, she's still there. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. You go again. Get another no, one. No, we won't. Too much work. No, not too much work. Or just if you want to travel and stuff. No, no, no. no. Well, more. the family said, because they love Prinny so much, they don't want to love another dog as much as Prinny. Oh, yeah. And then they don't want to go through what they went oh, through because yeah, it was very very sad well. yeah yeah I, I think I you know wasn't here no but I, like when we were driving to the vet <sighs> oh traumatic oh yeah, mate the th- devastating the th- Michelle and the two kids they're all crying and I'm sort of starting to tear up because they're yeah. crying and it was like oh no I don't want to do this again yeah so that's the story with the dog. What know. a load of finishing. Yeah, load, yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry. Anyway, well, I'm going to go to Bunnings today if anyone's there. Take your dog. Rose Bay. I don't have a dog. I won't take a dog. But I'll, uh, I'll be, I might just, I don't know, I'll buy a hose or another they still Then go to Paris. Actually, you know, you know what I do well. now? I'm not going to Paris. It's a rip-off. Anyway, you know what I do want? My, I've got a blower, but it blow, I don't want the blow part. I want the suck-up part. So can you just buy an attachment mm. for my blower? I'm asking the two. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you've got your leaves, or yeah, I, for yeah, me, I've got, got a heap of, I've got a heap of trees in my backyard, mm-hmm. and my blower is awesome. I think it might be a Ryobia. It's a small one, mm. convenient. Yep. The one battery fits all the t- yep. all of it. Yeah, yep. but I want that to not blow. I now want it. I want it to catch as well as blow. So I want to be able to put a catcher on, so you can pick the leaves up or pick the flowers and stuff up and drop off the trees. You know what I mean? Catch and blower. That's what he I wants. I want the combo. I wonder uh, if Ryobi please, do a combo. Please report back tomorrow. Okay. I'll keep you posted. See you at Bunnings, team. Have a great Tuesday.